This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Yesterday, you heard from Jay Papasan, number one best-selling author of The One Thing. He walks you through the three things he did to sell 20,000 books in one week. Okay, Top Tribe, as you know, every month we give away business prizes ranging from 100 bucks to 500 bucks. This month's winner is Michael Kawula, who will take home a brand new GoPro and Bob Berg's top business book. Michael, I'll reach out to you in a second to make sure you get that prize. Now, if you want to win coming up, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. Okay, Top Tribe, our guest today is Scott Gerber. He is a serial entrepreneur, internationally syndicated business columnist, and best-selling author of the book, Never Get a Real Job. He's the founder of the Young Entrepreneurial Council, YEC, and an an invite-only organization compromised of over, excuse me, comprised of over 1,000 of the world's most successful young entrepreneurs. Scott, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, Nathan. Thanks for having me. You bet. And I got to tell you, you know, Kevin Lavelle in episode number seven gave you a ton of love. Uh, he's part <laughs> of YEC. You guys featured him in your last magazine. You're really changing the world with this organization. Walk us through what YEC is and what it does. Sure. You know, as you mentioned, it's an invitation-only group that really provides a trusted space that uh, highly successful entrepreneurs that are real and out there and doing it every day uh, can connect with one another and, uh, you know, best-of-breed services that we can help them to grow their businesses. Uh, so, you know, to date, we've had roughly around 16,000 people uh, attempt to join the organization, uh, and we've accepted just over 1,600 uh, as of today. So about 10% acceptance rate, huh? Absolutely. And walk us through, you know, a valuable organization. If people apply, what kinds of things are you looking for when you make a yes or no decision? Sure. So, you know, the, the best thing to, I guess, answer that is we're, we're looking first and foremost for somebody that has a real business. Um, you know, we certainly are here to mentor up and coming young entrepreneurs or people that want to start a business, but this is not a sort of wantapreneur group. Uh, so first and foremost, it's assessing their business, how large it is, how the growth looks, what the revenues are or financing behind the business is, who's financing or supporting the business. Uh, and then ultimately, a member vote uh, is put together once they pass the first round check. Uh, so a committee of, of members actually actually decides yay or nay. So it's a very vetted democracy, if you will, to ensure uh, fairness and also to ensure that uh, there's the, uh, the idea that everybody went through the same process and that helps to form the bonds and the trust, uh, especially when the first aspects of the community process are really virtual versus high touch. And then obviously once you're in, uh, the connectivity really becomes much more human uh, you know, beyond the application process. And Scott, walk us through 
um, the 1600 you do accept, what do they pay? And is it recurring annually or monthly? What's the deal there? Uh, so we don't disclose what those those fees are. What I'll say is they're, you know, ultimately reasonable annual fees. Uh, you know, it's uh, like any other organization, you know, we found that having somebody pay uh, member dues means they're committed to the group. That way, whether it is them asking uh, for assistance or providing it, they feel that they have an interest in the organization. Uh, but, but in essence, you know, the model is pretty straightforward. Uh, we are a membership group. Uh, retention is a key metric for our success. And so we aim to, you know, have a very high retention rate. And I can tell you, you know, our retention... Uh, is over well over ninety percent at this point. Annually or uh, monthly? Uh, it's an annual. Yep, yep. That's great. And uh, the one thing that I, you know, we have a lot of people on that are they put these mastermind groups together. Some of them they charge, and I think a mastermind is probably a bad word. Uh, you've probably been a part of really bad ones and really good ones. But some of them charge they'll charge thirty grand for a year long membership to the mastermind others it's you know 1500 bucks uh, you don't want to share price that's fine but help us understand yep. help us understand you know a lot of these groups sometimes the more people in the group the mm-hmm. more diluted it gets just because there's yep. just generally more people how do you balance that that's a great question uh, and, and the answer is is sort of a twofold answer actually the first is of course vetting the constituency before they join uh, so also you know like I mentioned we have less than a 10% entrance uh, acceptance rate rather so that's sort of process one uh, uh, process two is just because there's 1,600 members, it shouldn't feel that way. It should feel almost like you have, you know, uh, you're a super connector with, you know, the right access on speed dial. Uh, the idea that based on your business or challenge or need or wanting to give back is very targeted. And so a big part of our process is highly personalized experience. You know, we're not Match.com. This is literally human beings uh, providing very high-touch introductions to individuals or resources based on personalized need. Uh, and, and so, you know, there's a high likelihood that you will never meet every member of YEC when you join. But when you need the right one or five, you're going to be you know, hyper-connected to them on demand by somebody who understands both sides of what is required of both the need and the, the solution potentially that could be provided uh, so that we can really make high, you know, world-class high-end introductions that are very much tailored specific to the, to the situation. And Scott, do you keep most of this virtual or, I mean, I'm, again, I'm I, in re- prepping for this interview, you know, I looked a little bit through your Twitter. It looks like kind of these, you know, your groups of YEC members will kind of get together if they're all going to a mm-hmm. certain conference. How do you kind of bridge the gap between virtual and physical? Sure. Well, we are a 360 experience. We have, you know, on-site, uh, you know, uh, physical presence as well as virtual. Um, you know, it's just the idea that we're curating the virtual or the physical and that's really our you know sort of claim to fame with this so if you're going to an event uh, you know we know you're going there because you've told us because we you know interview our members once per quarter uh, to find out all the different things that we need to know about them from where they're going to be going to what kinds of questions they may have to what kinds of services they may need that way that as we sort of build their individual playbook for success within our group we can help to hyperconnect them you know when when it makes sense and so for example if we know you're going to let's say be at you know a conference like in New York or Los Vegas or whatever the case may be. And there's another member that we feel that, you know, you would make a very valuable connection uh, based on something you've told us or the other parties told us, you know, we do that in a very personalized way. Uh, We also do standard events. Uh, I certainly don't want to make it sound like we don't get together. The key is when you get people in the room to ensure that not only do we know who's there, but we know who should be connecting prior so that our community team, when they're in the room, can really be working the room in an efficient way. So it's not just some like, hey, here's my name tag, go introduce yourself around the room. But of course, there's always going to be some, you know, what I'll call natural networking of just, you know, organically people meeting because they want to 
you know, connect in general. Uh, but our goal is to say, okay, we know who's in the room. So yes, there might be 50 of you, but you and you should meet and let's get you two in a corner to talk about that business thing that you were telling mm-hmm. us about. So it's really about curation uh, at every level of the experience. And help us understand, again, uh, the tribe listening right now, they're either jogging and they're working up a sweat by now, or they're enjoying their morning coffee on their front porch. And a lot of them are SaaS entrepreneurs. So they're thinking about things like lifetime value, retention, churn, average revenue per user. And Heat and Sean, episode number 34, really dove into that for you know the mega success Kiss Metrics SaaS company. But you articulated that you guys are seeing stellar retention rates, especially, I don't want to use the word membership site because you're way more than that, but we have people mm-hmm. on all the time doing membership sites and retention is like shit on all of theirs. So mm-hmm. how, you're at ni- well over 90%. What are three retention activities that you guys have built into the lifetime mm-hmm. of the customer that really helps people stick? Sure. I mean, you know, and this is where we are different than, you know, some sort of enterprise level SaaS or program, because again, we're a very high touch human experience. So, you know, in our sense, it's not a matter of, you know, uh, see if you could tweak the service this much or that much. So I would say with us, it's first and foremost, listen and learn. Uh, The idea that we literally are speaking to our members on a very regular basis throughout the year, individually as people in an unscripted fashion. How is that like emails, phone call, letter? A combination of all, all all the above. It is, it is about learning their, you know, what kinds of communication they prefer. In some cases, people are only email. In some cases, they prefer phone, whatever it is. But again, learning the playbook of, of you as an individual and making sure we care about you as not a number, but as a member that is looking to receive val- value as that individual. So that's number one. Uh, number two, you know, I would argue just making sure we're always one step ahead of the the greater goods needs. Uh, and so, what what I mean by that is, you know, when you have a population the size of YEC, you know, you're talking about you know companies that you know collectively are generating 13 billion, have nine billion in venture capital behind them, and 30 to 40 thousand employees. So there's a lot of different things that those companies collectively are going through, and the ability to see what uh, at a high level, uh, you know, almost a uh, a macro level, uh, all those companies are experiencing, so that we can figure out patterns and say, okay, we think that right now because of XYZ government regulation or, you know, this particular new trend in conversion or whatever it is, we're seeing 10% of our population care about this specific thing. Let's go find a provider, a partner, someone that can either provide an educational experience or a service that's not available to the common man, if you will, uh, that we can bring into our experience as a benefit. So it's really understanding uh, in real time what is important to the membership and adapting the benefits portfolio to that effect. Uh, And then frankly, the last thing, and I'll be honest, is, you know, when we mess up, you know, do everything in your mother to, to basically make sure <laughs> that, you know, that we're honest about it. And we say, what can we do? Scott, I think what does a mess up? Most- what's a mess up look like? <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's not like there's anything ever that's been catastrophic. I mean, I would say, listen, there's always going to be somebody, uh, for example, that is a wrong fit, that joined, that we thought would be a great member, and they just simply weren't membership uh, organization, you know, uh, ready. It's just not a need they had. In that case, it sort of is what it is. Everybody's happy. Bygones be bygones. You let go. And then there's sometimes where, you know, somebody feels like we dropped the ball because maybe we didn't do an introduction in as timely a fashion as they expected, or an expectation was set or not set, and it didn't get met or delivered in the way, again, that the, the party decided uh, was was fashionable for them. So, you know, I think it's the reality of just, again, being human. I think what you mentioned earlier, you know, about this idea of SaaS and conversion, I think we have ended up in this world where metrics and numbers and moving growth hacking percentages a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of a point is more important than realizing that those quarters of a point represent human beings and actions that they are going to take influence other human beings. And when you fundamentally understand that everything you do is human, whether it's because you're co 
promoting a product or ultimately because you're a, a restaurateur, a, a bar for, you know, max efficiency on, in a physical location. There's always going to be human interest involved in every aspect of that. I think that's where most people get lost because they think scale, scale, scale and not scale with intention and scale with personalization. So tribe listening, especially if you're a SaaS entrepreneur, taking what Scott is telling us and teaching us about the human nature of retention is valuable. I'll summarize it in three. The first email, phone, letter, communication whenever possible. Scott, I've received many of your letters. They're handwritten. I would love to dig into more about the process you have to do that, especially with 1,600 members. We don't have time to do that, so maybe we'll, I'll post that as a comment on the show notes at uh, nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 45. But the second thing you did, is, uh, which I think is genius, is you, you'll use current events, and if some government regulation went through, you'll proactively reach out to your, your members that would benefit maybe from that announcement and make relevant connections. And lastly, when you screw up, uh, you apologize and, and you move on. Uh, so I think those are great lessons for the top tribe to take away. Did I miss anything? Great. Well, it, it, it sounds like I think you just said we hit on that. Okay, top tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month totally free. If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. So, Scott, um, one of the things, this is my favorite part of the show we're coming up to, and uh, you're not allowed to say your book for question number one, but do you know what, do you know what time it is? Uh, I think it's time to get fast rapid fire. Let's see. What yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's a damn good guess for making it up on the cuff. It is time for <laughs> the famous five. Scott, number one, what is your favorite business book? Uh, Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. Oh, well, and we'll link to that in the show notes. I also agree. Great book. Number two, Scott, which CEO are you following or studying right now? You know, it's interesting because I have 1,600 of them. Uh, <laughs> I am often wowed by many of them, but actually- uh, Yeah, pick a, a child, recent, right? Yeah, if I, if I had, you know, it, it's, it's hard for me to say this one or that one is better or I'm studying. What I'll say is I'm very intrigued by the WeWork business model. I think Adam Newman is a very smart genius and uh, I've been, you know, really understanding the WeWork model and how they've built that business and how they continue to build that business. Uh, you know, as both a friend and an admirer. Number three, Scott, what is your favorite online tool like Evernote? Yeah, I, you know, it sounds funny. Uh, I'm really starting to love Sunrise, but I'll also throw in a plug for Mailbox. I mean, it just, it, it blows me away that something like Mailbox exists and Apple still hasn't figured out how to make iPhone mail actually work efficiently. That <laughs> is a little mind boggling, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> So number four, Scott, you're building an empire. Help people understand. Are you doing this in a really healthy manner? Yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Not a chance in hell. <laughs> I love that. And are you? What, <laughs> but, 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 I, but I also have three kids, so it's okay. almost impossible to get eight hours. <laughs> three kids, a wife. You're busy. All right. Number four. Uh, number five, Scott. Um, if you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Life is real time. And what I mean by that is most people think they can hack their way to success. Uh, and sometimes you can fake it until ultimately the, you know, the cards come crumbling down. Infrastructure tanks and your business is not really anything more than a facade. Real time is required to build a real business. Uh, it requires real patience, real hard work, and real people uh, that are going to help you to actually build and execute on something great. I think too many people are worried about trying to remove time and get to an end goal rather than realizing real time is the only way to success. I love that. Life is in 
real time. Scott, you're building, again, an empire, your best-selling author. If people want to continue following your journey online, where can they connect with you? Definitely check out YEC at yec.co, and you can follow me on Twitter at Scott Gerber. That's great. Well, guys, Scott's a humble guy. He didn't even really get into his book, Never Get a Real Job. I highly recommend it. I've read it. There's things in the margins. I've highlighted the heck out of it. You know, 3M is thanking me for all the post-it notes that I stuck in that book. So go buy it. (laughs) Scott, you know, you went (laughs) three kids, a wife, busy as hell, 1,600 entrepreneurs you're working with, and it only goes up from here. Thank you for taking us to the top. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Nathan. Coming up in September, we're going to kick off with a bang. Football season is starting here in the States, and you're oh, going to hear from oh, yeah. Neil Patel. <laughs> one just, and one's a recent. 1,000 emails per day, and the secret thing he's working on next. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.